This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Welcome to Unsavory Antics, Volume 72. You know what to do. It rhymed. This is Judy. What's going on, people? What's going on, people? Say Verge. Hey, Verge. Um, hey, Judy. What's happening? Nothing. You know, freezing my ass off. <sighs> Aren't we all? Yeah, that's it. What? Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's it. You know, been home all week with the fucking kid because them niggas can't go to school. Yo, these kids going to be in, in school until August. Yeah, like they how many they don't have that many school uh, snow days baked into the school year. No, so anything after that, yeah, it's extra days. Further further. They might as well just do year round. Our last episode or two episodes when I said the kids aren't soft, they are because of this whole fucking snow shit. You said they wasn't soft. Yeah, but no, nah, they are. Remember, like I'm, I don't, I could be mis, you know, mistaken, but I feel like when we were kids, it had to be like mad inches of snow before you it, got a snow day. DPS I mean, I know, never shut down. I know Us. temperatures, like I knew temperatures in the summer, like that was the obvious thing, like practices and stuff like that. If it got to be to a certain point where like people was getting heat stroke and stuff like that, but that literally happened, I think, once in all of my summers of doing like band or sports or anything like that. It was like. One day that we had to go in. You was in sports? No, I played band. Oh, what'd you play? Well, no, in softball. But softball was in the spring. What'd you play? Trumpet. Oh, that's For like seven years. Yeah. Oh. I was actually really, really good. See, my mama, she the reason I stopped playing. But anyway. <laughs> Hater. So, um. Well, you was better than her or something? No, she said that it was making my lips ugly. That's not like some hater shit. Yeah, she told me that. And like, and she was so critical of everything growing up. So if she said that, it was like, oh, well, I probably shouldn't play anymore. Oh, so I stopped playing. And I had played from like, no, I played, yeah, I played for six. This was like junior year that she told me that. And I stopped playing. I didn't play my senior year. That sucks. And I was like, I was really good. Anyway. um, that was That's some hater shit. Yeah, looking back, and then she gonna. I said something to her about it recently because I'm like, damn, I was like, I could have been in Beyonce's band, you know, just messing with Mm -hmm. her. Because that's, I mean, obviously, who doesn't want to be in Beyonce's band if you play, you know, instruments? Anyways, she was like, uh, she was like, well, why did you stop playing trumpet? And I told her, and she was like, I never said that. I'm like, yes, you did, fam. Like, I wouldn't make that up. Like, I didn't, I didn't notice anything. That's because she made that shit at 16 or 15, whatever it was. Like, I didn't notice, and it wasn't doing anything to my lips. It was just. Later. Yeah, whatever. Parents always say shit to make you not do it. And then, it, but it's like 15 years later, and now I'm like, damn it. But whatever. Um, I've never seen nobody play trumpet that has fucked up lips. Nor have I even looked, so. Yeah, well. First of all, <laughs> I had these lips and like. That's Botox. I had these. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no. I don't think that had anything to do with it. Yeah, okay, right. You even had a shenanay? Shawanda from fucking the liver color? My lips would not have been like that. That's ridiculous. I'm not even about to irritate him. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I never I never heard of all of these be out of school for this and that stuff. Nah, when it was out Monday for potential snow, that didn't come <laughs> They yeah, they do Tuesday, a lot of they do a lot of potential yeah potential yeah. issues yeah. yeah. Like I understand when it's like negative twenty. Yeah, All the right. the weather I get because you have a lot of kids that walk to school and catch the yeah. bus or whatever. I get that because I mean, how, like you can't stand at a bus stop in this weather, even if it's just for a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Like it's just not yeah, that's not safe. So I get that, but like I feel like we had to have like six inches of snow back in the day, like I on believe, the ground. I think so. Yeah, I remember we used to go out and with the measuring with the ruler. And like, come on, come and remember, on. and it'll be mornings where it'll be mass snow on the ground, and you will watch the school closings, and your school would not yeah, be there. It was like the draft. Yeah, it was like yeah, right, right. You be at the bottom of the screen. Wait for now. You be at the bottom of the screen the night before. Mm-hmm. It'd be like a few, like always. The Catholic schools would be closed of already, course. all like instantly, and then like the public schools, you just be up like hey, hey, half the time. Yep, and it should never happen. <sighs> but then you get that one look, and it says all DPS schools are closed. You're like fuck yeah. But only before few one and far day. between. Man, it was few like once between. every six years. They used to hit them streets. You was right back in them. Yep. But now look at them. I like this nigga's been out of school like all week. Yeah, I managed to stay in the house. What well, was that yesterday? 
day. Were you, did you stay in the house yesterday? No, I'm saying is that the day that was that was yesterday was the day we got like dumb cold. Yeah, I know it was cold the day before, but yesterday was the day. Oh well, yeah, yeah. So I managed to stay in the house um, yesterday. Then my car was acting stupid, and then um, today the garage door is froze. So we had to go out there and kick those loose. Like it was just like doing like dumb too stuff. Fucking, too fucking just completely dumb stuff. But um then consumers on that bull. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. 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 I didn't get the alert. You did. I yeah, I, I cut I off my emergency alerts. I don't have consumers. Because But yeah, I don't have emergency alerts. Yeah, because that wasn't that came through as an emergency alert. Oh, see. Because was, that wasn't that wasn't like a text message. That was like an so emergency not, alert. I think um, I, that came from the governor. Yeah, so that's how they were able to do it yeah, that, that, that way. I cut mine off because they would come through in the middle of the night and Them wake Amber me alerts. up and like, like you Batman, like to, I'm to startle go you out of somebody? your sleep. Like that shit is terrifying. I remember the first time I heard that shit, man. And this one, I had my work phone and my personal. So after it got off my personal, my work phone, the other one just blaring. I'm just like, what the fuck? What the fuck? And it's it's a it's, it's a, a little, tone you never heard. No, it's, it's a screecher. Yeah. It's not even a ringtone. I don't like that. I ain't feeling yeah. it. So yeah. I didn't turn shit down. I think. I'm sorry. I, I think didn't. I think it was already on like seven. See, I, I got this new comforter, right? So I liked it because it was cute. I just I was like, oh, I like that. That's mm-hmm. cute. Didn't realize it's like sleeping under a bear every night. So it's like I damn near be having to sleep with the ceiling fan on. That's how warm this comforter oh, is. Which is, I mean, it could be worse, but totally underestimated it for like the first week, two weeks I had it, mm-hmm. like and kept waking up just in a vicious sweat in the middle of the night. So I mean, it really didn't matter what Last the temperature night it came was on. Through. I mean, it didn't matter. I mean, I was hot. Like, it's no way for me to to freeze under that thing. You was like, man, turn that <laughs> shit down to sixty five, please. Man, turn turn it down. For crack a window, it was so that that comforter is crazy. It was worth the money though. So I guess I can't trip. Everybody was scrambling. I'm like, growing on my mama, the heat didn't go past. I was about to say the heat was, and people were like, well, mine is on seventy five. Seven. If I if I walk in your house and your heat is on seven, I'm walking. I'm walking the fuck back out. If it's on seventy eight, where's my where my code at? I'm leaving right back out of here. Why is it so hot in here? Yo, yo he be on 78? What's your he be on? Uh, 74, if you have you have hardwood throughout, you be needing to heat a little bit higher when you got when you got floors because that, that draft ain't no hoe. That draft ain't no hoe. And if them doors and windows ain't quite right, it's over. I didn't put the plastic up this year, which wasn't fucking thinking because it took too long for it to really get cold. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah. yeah, I'll be straight. It was easy to underestimate. Last night, I'm like, God damn, I need to run somewhere <laughs> get this class. I'm like, you know what, fuck, I'm about to just... Because I, I got I got space heaters. Mm-hmm. So just in case, should I, if not, I'll crack up in the oven. Open I mean, up, you bitch. gotta do what you gotta do. If not, put on some fucking clothes. <laughs> Shit. Every time, I remember I, I used to be like, like Daddy, it's cold in here. And you be like, let me see what you got on. Yeah. We ain't got on enough clothes. Like, man, I'm not putting on several layers in the crib. Like, make it warmer in here. Like, come on, man. You just put up a, a, a temp, a little degree. Yeah. Like, like raise it to seven. Who been in here touching it? Like, uh, fam. I remember I, I touched my mom's thermostat once. And we didn't have the the force air. We had the fucking radiators. Yeah, the radiators. So you can tell when them bitches get turned yeah. up because them bitches start they, hissing. I was about to say, they about to come right back on. Man, home. so I did it while she was gone. I jumped in the shower. Like, All right, by the time she come home, turn the shit down. You thought. M- mothers know. Soon she got to the door. Who the fuck touched my thermostat? And I didn't know these bitches just. Yeah. The bitches like on eighty one. See. And I was like yeah. fooling. All right, now nah, no, never ever touched. She had the dial, or she had. The, Hell yeah! This is this before the this <laughs> yeah. is the dial. Like, <laughs> yeah, and the I'm dial like. like like, and you did, never really knew what number it was on. Like you never, it's just something they knew. It was all a guesstimate. <laughs> um, so my mom, my mom, when she first moved back to the city, her basement, like her, so her house used to be a two family. So it had like damn near like a broiler in the basement, mm-hmm. and a, a boiler in the basement. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm like, no, that's food. So no, it had like a boiler in the basement. So it was so damn loud. I always I used to think about uh, the preacher's wife. Remember mm-hmm. when that boiler Hell in the basement yeah. freaked out? That's how our boiler used to be. And I remember, um, I remember like this was like literally the first or second year she lived in the city again. And I walked past the gas bill. And it was like eight hundred dollars for one month. I'm so like, throw this same, whole house in the trash. Talking about you don't have them. Use yeah, the, the fucking schools. Yeah, trash. But heat in the city is a crazy man. I remember my mom. He bill was like seven hundred dumb a month, and then, but she was on a budget, so you like you just pay a, a yeah, like you had a plan, still, but like, still for that to even be the price was like ridiculous. And we was only in December. Yeah, I'm like Jesus. She's like, yeah, I pay on it until the summer. Man, forget I'm like, that. Man, fuck that. And I remember my grandfather and my uncle. They um put in a furnace, so they called themselves. You know, we're gonna give you a furnace, gonna save you some money, whatever. Mm-hmm. So they 
totally didn't run like ducks to like two rooms, <laughs> like at all. <laughs> it used to be so cold upstairs <laughs> in our house, like bro, it used to freeze up there. And we, I was like, I was like, it's no heat coming out. And she's like, no, you gotta open the vent up. I'm like, it's no it's heat open. coming out. <laughs> Man, went in the basement. Like, so y'all just said, don't worry about those two rooms. Like, did it ever ever do it? No. That's too much work. He and he was really too old to be down there working on furnaces anyway. He had to be like 80 at the time. Oh, yeah. My uncle is a kind man anyway, so it was it was a mess. He kind his ass out the two ducks. Like, yeah, you don't need that. <laughs> right now, sell that shit. They being greedy at this point. Yeah, like, man. yeah, put his coat on. Um, so yeah, hope you guys are staying warm out there. We say all that to say it'll, it'll be 50 <laughs> on Monday. Y'all be straight. A couple more days. That's a fact. You got Super Bowl plans? I'm not. I haven't watched uh, NFL year, mm. so I'll be at work. I haven't either, but yeah, yeah I know it's coming up. Yeah, um, yeah, my girl texted me about a. She sent me a picture of a jersey, and was like, "Yeah, she, which one should I get?" And I'm like, "It was a Tom Brady jersey, girl. You don't get off my line with this. <laughs> like, you better get you like a little T-shirt or something, and it better not say Tom Brady on it. I'm trying to write media house. I was like, you know, he's a Trump supporter. She was like, "What?" I'm like, "How do you not know this?" Oh, she's a casual football fan. She's just going for the party and the food. Forget all that. And the conversation. I'm going to be right at the crib. I'm going to be at work. I don't care the fuck about the Super Bowl. Um, so, yeah. So, what what's your take on the Jesse Smollett um, oh, the, attack uh, in Chicago? All right. Exactly. When I first initially heard it, shit broke my fucking heart. It was very, it was, it was hard. It was just like, Absolutely. Jesus Christ. Absolutely. To go through all that, then the, the rope really will fuck me. Yeah, then I didn't yeah. know until a day later they poured bleach on them or some, some chemical some substance. Chemical, so I'm just as like, it were. They were really trying to, you know, fuck this nigga up. Yeah. And then later on, you know, I see this image of supposed whomever these two people are. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, uh, you don't see any faces. You just see silhouette of somebody. I didn't see any faces. Two plus two is giving me three with this uh, this scenario. Like, it's not adding up. So then well, his entertainment lawyer or somebody was on the phone said they heard it all. And like, yeah, I heard him. It, some is, none of this shit's really adding up to It's me. something so, missing. Because I'm not calling a nigga a liar. A, no, I'm not, I'm not calling him a liar. <laughs> he might be an embellisher. It might be. It's, it's, some, it's, some, it's something so, going something's on. Right. Because now, granted, I, I don't know if, he's, if, if he has the type of celebrity that garners a lot of attention. But I feel like anybody that – so he was supposed to be in Chicago for an event. Yeah. So if you're in a city such as Chicago for an event, I would imagine there's some type of – like you're not there alone. You know what I'm saying? At that point. Then he subway like at one That's what I'm saying. So you decided after this event you wanted a subway submarine sandwich and you went by yourself? What subway is open at one something more? It's some 24-hour subways. Yeah. Yeah, they make you a sandwich in the middle of the night. That roast beef has been there since breakfast, but they'll make you a sandwich. So um, that just didn't really, like, in a city like Chicago, I'm pretty sure it was something other than Subway open. I mean, you could really genuinely like them sandwiches. I doubt it. But there was just, it was something missing. And then um, the conflicting statements that were coming out from the police Mm -hmm. It was just like, like there was a, this was like the next morning. They're like, we've come through hundreds of hours of surveillance footage. I'm like, it's only been 24 of them bitches. So like, I'm trying to figure out how you did that so fast. Like, it just, I don't know. I don't know. Even even I'm saying, aren't you that Empire faggot? I don't think white people watch Empire. I, I don't know if I I don't know if I see them tuning in to Cookie and like, Lucius, yeah. but at the same time I can't say that white people don't watch Empire, but I don't know if you out looking for the gay guy from Empire either. Aren't you that Empire faggot? That's oddly mm. specific. Did you not have like a hat on? Like you was just. Nigga, you're in Chicago. It's cold. You went bundled up. Yeah, like you just you was out there just in like Man. a little North Face little this is Denali Ma- jacket. This is MAGA country. In Chicago. Yeah, that's what I'm just like. <laughs> that that don't make sense to me. Uh-huh. Was you was he really Chicago or was he like you know near the near the loop or was he you know South Side? Because definitely South, didn't happen no, South it wasn't on the South Side. I just don't know that that happened. That's what I'm gonna say. I'm not gonna say the nigga made it up. I I, I just don't know that it took place the way that he said it took place when he said I, it took I don't place. Know. That's it's, all it I'm sounds kind of kind of sketchy. Like I say, my math yeah. is not adding up. If he's hurt, 
you know, prayers up to him. No, it's definitely something definitely happened to him. I mean, because they did show. <laughs> I mean, they show he had like a scratch or something. I don't know. You know, he could have failed. He could have failed. Who knows? But <laughs> he could have failed. Who knows? But I will say, um, whatever happened. Because I, I always I always try to give people the benefit of the doubt with stories like this mm. that can garner such intense emotion. I'll say that way. So for that reason, I want to believe there's some validity to his claims. Mm. But at the same time, I'm not fully sold. Yeah. However, whatever he's going through, it's still prayers up to him. Whatever it is, um, hopefully, you know, on that. Rule of thumb: Don't go. No, don't get no subway at one thirty in the morning. I just can't. I I just can't see that being that delicious. On top of everything else, I just don't see that being that that great of an option. Yeah. At you that by hour. yourself, like ain't nobody go with you. You ain't got like no security. No, like I don't know. Like because my thing was okay. Because somebody was like, well, he, he should have security guards. And I'm like, I don't think he's at that level of celebrity that, that he, he travels with be. security. But I also don't see him somewhere he doesn't live by, by himself. himself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's one thing and if he on lived in Chicago. Yeah, it's not like if you lived in Chicago and you were... You back home. Yeah, but just completely alone. Although, I, I think I would put him on the level of like Amanda Seals as far as celebrity goes. And she, like when she does performances and stuff, like I've seen her and she's been by herself. That's, that's... So, I mean, I can't say it doesn't happen, but I am just going to say it doesn't seem that likely. I'll just say it that way. Um, so I just don't know. But like I said, still, whatever the situation may be, prayers up to whatever he's going through. Yeah, I mean. I and so know. on and so forth with it. Yeah, that's just wild. So. <sighs> anyway. Um, Shutdown's over. Allegedly. For three weeks. So he, he making that up. What part? The whole thing, like the whole let's temporarily reopen the government, that's BS. Only because government shut shutdowns occur when there is a failure to secure funding for the following fiscal year. So the fact that he calls himself dishing out like here's a little bit of money for a few weeks, he's making that up. Like that's not how Jevelin, Jevelin, that's not how government shutdowns work. So it's just I'm just disgusted at this point because... Somebody tweeted something that's like LOL, but it's also very true. Like, did he just did he just promise to hold the country hostage again okay. in a few weeks? And yeah. it's like, hell yeah. And his his whole stance now is, and I'm gonna tell you what what I think prompted him ending it. So everybody was like, well, those those FAA, um, those air traffic controllers walking out, they they really made a difference. And I'm gonna tell you why I do and don't agree with that. So I do agree that those air traffic controllers saying like, hey, we don't have enough people, so we grounding these flights. I agree that there's some validity to that. However, that was not his reason for ending the shutdown. I think that them grounding those flights affected some very important people as far as he's concerned. And it was, we got business to take care of, so you need to do something. Like on some, my friends can't get to work type shit. Because if they ground the flights in New York, then that includes the area or the private airports around there. So like those, those private jets and shit couldn't get to where they was going. So I think that's what it was. Like, his friends got mad, and he was like, okay, I got to do something. And with the Super Bowl coming up, that was too big of an event for you to just, for you to let that issue keep growing. So those those air traffic controllers saying we done, I think they're, they, they played some part of it, but I think it was like tertiary issues that he was like, okay, I can't afford those that caused him to temporarily well, come like up with a solution. those two go hand in hand. What? Air, the air traffic controllers not going to um, work, and you were saying his people probably can't. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, but I'm saying it, I don't like I, it. Didn't have anything to do with the American people being affected by it. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it was still some personal, very personal reasons why he was like, okay, let me. I go with it because I mean they don't care about us anyway. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like some people that weren't important enough mm-hmm. was probably like, yeah, you got to do something about this. Like I feel like he has allegiance to his friends and nobody else. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> so people, people are like, yeah, he he saw the country. So that nigga didn't care about nobody else. He don't care if you was trying to get to New York to go hang out with your friends. Like that wasn't the point of him ending it. Nigga, he told y'all to go do odd what do do jobs, do odd jobs around for, for you know, listen. And one person told you to go get a loan. They don't give a fuck. Yeah, 
And it, and it wasn't a loan with interest forgiveness or anything like that. It was a loan with regular interest rates. I think they were like a little higher because <laughs> probably everybody was trying to get them. Don't money. take a half percent off off an off a loan off an of interest and tell me I'm I'm getting a deal. Like don't do that. <laughs> I like the niggas from the jewelry store. I give you a good deal. Come on. Yeah. Nigga, how do I know? Don't do that. Like I don't even know the original price of this. Like don't do that. <laughs> um, but shout out to I've all the got like that. yeah all the companies that were willing to step up. Um, and help the employees out while they were while the shutdown was going on. However, I think we failed to realize that those companies took a hit. So economically, there was no benefit as far as the whole issue goes for them helping people. No, because they still took money away from themselves. Yeah, unless it was just the kindness of not the kindness of their heart, which we don't see that a lot. Well, even, I feel like even with businesses, while you may... There was a write-off. Like, but you account for that to an extent, but it's like you still get to a point to where it's like, this ain't... Like, we ain't making... We ain't benefiting from this, even on the philanthropy end, mm. depending on what it is, depending you on the, kind, say the you, company. You fed the homeless. Mm. Tushy. I mean, Tushy? Mm-hmm. Okay, that sounds nasty. I mean, that's that, Tushy. But, you're not far from it. Yeah, you can write that shit off. You can write off anything, damn near. Depending on who your tax person is, if everybody got Trump tax person, you write everything off. Okay, let's so get sure. let's get this man some business. He need to open up a chain of tax offices. Hell, if no. you <laughs> if you trying to finesse the government, he's uh, your guy. Then they gonna get our asses like a. He is your guy. Uh, shit. <sighs> All right. So, so what we got for the week? So basically, this week um, we is talking about um, love at first sight. Love at first sight. Do you believe? Love at first sight? Nah, fam. Not at all. I've, well, okay. So, being the way I am, I feel like this is something that you could <laughs> you could dissect a million different ways. So, is it like I saw this person across the room and they I love them? No, this is like this or is, is going to be my soulmate. This is going to be somebody I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. But I'm saying, is it off of a look, off a of first conversation, off a of, you know what I'm saying? Like, what is what does the first sight really entail? Love at first encounter. I don't know. So that can, like, in a conversation could be conversation, included? Conversation, first day. Uh, I don't believe in love at first sight. I do believe that within, like, within seconds or minutes of meeting somebody, I feel that a connection, like, an like you can definitely tell an actual connection to that person that quickly. Mm-hmm. Now, whether it will be a lifelong connection is to be discovered, but I do think that upon meeting somebody, you can say... Okay, like this person could potentially be around or something like that. So in a sense, you kind of do. Yeah, but not in the, I saw this person and they, my soulmate. Not to that extreme. I don't believe in none of that shit, yo. Wow. There's no way. Uh, you got you got to show me the Carfax. I don't care what these shows say, mm-hmm. our grandparents, what. There's no way you can look at somebody or just go out with somebody or kick with somebody for the first day. Like, yeah, I'm going to be with this person for the rest of my life. I don't see it. Okay, but. I think it's more like, okay, like you said, connection or it's lust at first sight. Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree that people, because a lot of times that first encounter is so superficial that you're like how they look. Like like, fresher, you could look at like her and be like, air. that's how I want my wife to look mm-hmm. or something like that. But that person, that actual person, I don't think that's possible. Yeah. Um, I do feel that chemistry either exists or it doesn't. I don't think that if that chemistry is not there off top, I don't think that you develop chemistry down the line. I don't. I don't think that happens. Uh, what do you? Okay. So do you? You're pretty much saying like, all right, if I don't like this person off top, just I can't stand to be around them. Nothing can ever transpire after that. I would disagree. I don't think I've never, and this is just this is obviously just me speaking personally. Mm-hmm. I've never met somebody, and off of like the first encounter, like been like mm, about them, and then it turns up that like they're just this amazing person. Okay. Now, and I'm not talking about in a, I'm not talking about like for instance, like when females meet each other, it's like a lot of side eye. Just that's kind of like a natural female thing, and they might y'all might end up growing a mm-hmm. relationship, friendship, or whatever. That's totally different. Yeah. But I'm speaking on like chemistry, like is in my opinion, is something that when I meet you, there is an instant connection of some sort, an instant in a undeniable. There's some attraction here, whether it's romantic, whether it's whatever it is. There's some immediate 
obvious attraction here off top. I don't think that that's something that you don't feel the first two times you're around them. And then like in two months, all of a sudden there's chemistry between us. I don't think it works that way. I would disagree. Because, all right, have you ever been in a situation where, let's just say, you're around a group of friends or whatever, and there's always this one person who's there. You may not like how he interacts with other people. You're like, I don't want to fuck with him. Mm-hmm. But then you start getting to know the per- get to know this person on more personal level, and you're like, oh, everything I thought how you were is nothing how you really are. Because I've had that happen with me. Yeah, but, okay, I'll explain. Because I, I had a situation happen similar to that. So this was years ago. Um a group of friends, they used to always go over to this one guy's house to hang out. Like, if we all did something, he had, like, the biggest centrally located spot. So, we would always pull up over there, all of us hang out, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, my first, like, I remember, like, my very first time meeting him. And I was, like, instantly kind of, like, drawn to him. But it wasn't, like, I was dating somebody. It wasn't anything to really, it was nothing to build on in that moment. But, like, I was instantly attracted to him. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, I should say in- instantly kind of, like, drawn to him and like, a, okay. You know, like, there was something there. Um, but I remember like first time I met him, it was like, I stayed over there maybe like five minutes and I left. Like I didn't stay. Mm -hmm. And then, um, but I had never gathered any like notions. Like I had no preconceived notions about him at all. So a few months later, um, I ended up like going over his, I went over his crib for something. And it wasn't so much as all of a sudden there was this chemistry as much as the chemistry that I initially felt had a chance to kind of blossom. But it wasn't like I felt that when I first met him, if that makes sense. But I've never had a situation where it was like, eh, I was like kind of like nah about somebody. And then down the road, I was just like, ooh, they're great. Like I never I've never experienced that personally. No, what had happened with me? This was years, years ago. Like I said, same situation, but um, we'll go to my boy house and. The chicks will always come over. They'll always have another girl or whatever. And me, you know, I'm joking with people. And she was always kind of just stood off to the side whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? Like, why you have to know it's bougie and shit? Give me a smile, sweetheart. Why you sitting all the way over there? <laughs> I've never used that fucking line. Give me a smile. But um, she was like, you're just an asshole. I don't like being around people like that. So I'm thinking like. That's what she said? Yeah. Okay. So I'm like, everybody like, bitch, whatever. I'm thinking my head. Like, doggy. I mean, whatever. That was a different time in my life. But I'm just like, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, weeks, weeks go on. We Like I said, this was our Friday hangout. Mm-hmm. And eventually, like, you know, she started coming around more. And then me and her started kicking, and she was like, I really thought you really were in the beginning. It's like, getting to know you on a personal level, you not like that. Like, yeah, you an asshole, but mm-hmm. you an asshole I can get with. Which sounds weird, coming out of my mouth. But it's like, it's not like, shut up. <laughs> it's like, this nigga oh. an asshole, I can't fuck with this asshole. Like, yeah. uh, he's a funny asshole, I can fuck with him. So, so I'm just like, okay. So I, that's all I thought, like, okay, there was nothing there to even mm-hmm. begin with. Like, she already kind of put in her head, like, yeah, I'm not fucking Like, with this yeah. Like, and then eventually, the like, is it, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think but with see, chemistry that, wise, it can change a little bit depending on the situations. That to me sounds like an attraction that grew versus like a chemistry. Like, chemistry to me is like an instant connection with somebody, not something that. Like an attraction grows between you to where like y'all y'all get to talking and it's like oh I like their personality I like that I don't think that's a result of chemistry I just think that's a, a result of mutual interest and attraction. So you saying chemistry to you is instant? Chemistry is like uh you meet like and it, it happens it happens with friends it happens with you know it can happen with like somebody of the same sex because it's not it's not a it has nothing to do with the, an attraction as much as like an energy almost. So it's like you might you might meet like somebody who somebody another guy who does a podcast or something like that, and like y'all first time really like having like a conversation. It's like damn, like I really like I really like his vibe. Like I really like mm-hmm. the way this guy thinks. Whatever. That's what I mean by chemistry. It's just like an, an instant connection with somebody. It doesn't necessarily have to be a same sex or a romantic kind of thing at all. But it's just an instant connection, and I don't think that that is something that you can create later on i just think that's something that has to happen initially now that's not to say that y'all can't grow a mutual attraction or you can't cultivate mutual interests and kind of grow a relationship from there but i don't think that chemistry comes into play in those situations Mm. i just think those are totally different do i got your wheels turning are you thinking all right so let's make am i making sense let's put this in a work perspective work yeah okay they team you up with somebody on a project that Y'all, y'all just not clicking on none of that shit, but eventually still working with that person. You build a team chemistry with each other. So now y'all, you bouncing out. Y'all, you can finish this person's thoughts down there. 
So is that not like the same thing? Nope, that's not the same thing. Why not? I think that is, um, I wouldn't call that a chemistry thing as much as a tolerance that grows to tolerance because i'm saying no 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 i'm saying because like if y'all if y'all didn't click off top Mm -hmm. right y'all meet each other and it's like something y'all just not jiving for whatever reason and y'all get to a point to where y'all are able to like really they're y'all connecting in some way y'all found some type of mutual ground in in which y'all can interact on i think that that is a result of y'all tolerating each other because y'all didn't like each other off top so y'all had to tolerate each other if y'all in this work group and then i think as time goes on y'all build some type of rapport and that is what creates that kind of relationship later on i don't think i feel like chemistry y'all walk into the room and everybody will you say the same y'all thing, hitting it will you say the same thing about sports say it what do you mean because team chemistry is usually not you don't just instantly get team chemistry as soon as you start. But I think I think though. the word chemistry is being used differently in that in that respect. I think I'm saying I think I define chemistry differently. That's what I'm okay. saying. So somebody could label that team chemistry, but that wouldn't fall under my definition of it or how I think of chemistry. Because mm-hmm. you in that even in that scenario, you might have a group of guys that come together and instantly everybody is kind of on the same page and some it might it might take some pulling in some way or another. But y'all kind of y'all just gel. You know what I'm saying? Like out the gate. And then you have teams where it's like y'all ain't ain't nothing meshing. And mm-hmm. y'all get to a point to where y'all kind of y'all grow and y'all build that that rapport. I, I don't think that's a chemistry thing now. Mm, I would have to disagree. That's just me. That's fine. Yeah. Because I think, like I said, if in certain in, <clears throat> in certain circumstances, like you may need to learn, not even learn, like see how this person do things. Like, okay, mm-hmm. maybe the way I'm doing things is I'm doing something that's not really – Gentlemen, what you're doing, and I mm-hmm. take from you what you can take from me. I don't think that's to me. I don't think that's tolerating a person. I think that's just adapting to somebody's, you know. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, that too. Something like that. Yeah, but I think that you got to build chemistry through somebody through actually working with them and knowing them. Me personally, I don't think chemistry is just you. You get it just instantly. That's just me. You know what? For me, I, I'm coming from the almost like the scientific side of it. So in science, when you do experiments with different um, elements and what have you, substances and what, you know, whatever, um, the reaction between substances or or opposing elements, whatever, is instant. Mm -hmm. It's these things react or these things don't react. And then they might be something that react or work well together instantly. And it might be something that you might have to mix other elements with in order to get the product that you want. Mm-hmm. So I think when I think of chemistry, I think of something that happens instantly in mm-hmm. that respect. Like I equate it to chem or to yeah, to science almost. So okay. I think that's where my definition no, that's not I think that's where my definition mm-hmm. of chemistry comes from. And th- that's just that's me also um in the in the situations I've had where it's like been an instant chemistry. Um that's just those are my experiences. I just haven't had situations where down the line, all of a sudden we have this amazing chemistry. I think we grew to some type of rapport or some type of friendship or relationship, but it wasn't an instant thing. When I speak about chemistry, I'm talking about something instant. Hmm. And I don't think that that's something that, I mean, if it's instant, you can't make something instantly happen later. That's not what instant means hmm. in this context. Um, So <clears throat> on this um because the topic was not chemistry, it was for, uh, love at first sight. I had some uh, some sidebar oh, notes yeah. that, that, was, I, that was a good spinoff because that's I still got my my wheels turning because I'm trying to get you to agree. <laughs> <laughs> because because I think my definition, while you don't agree with it, you, you can you can see what I'm saying, saying. I and I get what you're saying, saying too. But I just, I just think, think I think that's a different word in chemistry. What you're talking about instant, but if that's your definition, then I can't. Yeah, like I said, for me, it's coming from I'm the scientific kind of thing. That, what chemistry? No, if it's something that's instant like that, it's just I don't combustion. I mean, it, it's combustion. We know that, but that's it, not the word. It's I'm looking still for. science. So it's not fucking chemistry. It's it. science. So, um, okay, so <clears throat> oh, well, that's true too. Where? Hold on, let me find it. Oh, well, this was kind of a spinoff of the love at first sight thing. But this, okay, so this person said, I don't believe in love at first sight. And then um, he said that that's, that would be strictly looking at the exterior, which he just, he, I guess he feels it's impossible to actually love somebody without knowing yeah. them, you know, or speaking to them or whatever. He said, I just think that, yeah, I just think that's a very strong lust. And then we kind of started talking about 
dating with a purpose and why do men decide to get married? Which, as simple of a question as that is, is super loaded. Like, to say that question is like, why do men get married? It doesn't seem... I don't think that's a simple question. I'm saying, like, worded. Worded, it just Uh, seems like it would be, like, something anybody can answer just by hearing. Like, oh, why do men get married? Oh, you know... If you was to take a poll, like, why do you think men get married? Or why? You ask them. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We're already living together and been with each other for 10 years. Why not? Exactly. That's exactly what I said. I think you'll get an answer between men and women. 100% different. You might get distracted men to say, you know, it's the love of my life. I love her. You'll get more women like... I love him, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I think you get more men, but like, you know, you just, we're shacking up and might as well just. Exactly. Because I, and not necessarily just men, but he was, I mean, he was asking about men. That was my boo. But anyway, he was asking, no, he was asking, why do men get married? So he was talking more from a man's perspective. But I instantly said, I was like, I think it comes from a place of obligation a lot of times because you've been with somebody for a long mm-hmm. ass time. You don't think, either you don't think anybody else is going to put up with you or you don't have the energy or desire mm-hmm to try to yeah to try <laughs> to start a new relationship but a lot of niggas know like this this should i be doing ain't, ain't nobody, nobody else about to put up with this shit. ain't nobody else about to give me the time of day like ain't nobody else about to stay with me through all the stuff i done put this girl through so at this point she's earned a ring in their mind because men feel like all women just want to be married mm-hmm. um so I feel like it comes from that. If y'all have kids and it's like, well, hell, we got three kids together. Might as well. Who who else am I about to raise? You know what I'm saying? Who yeah. else am I raise these kids with? So let's get married. And so I think, um, but he was he was saying like, you know, he said marriages, he said, why can't people get married? Hold on. Because it was worded very, very well. <clears throat> um, you can talk about your reasons why you think men get married while I find this. Oh, wait, no, I found it. Just kidding. Um he said it's a contractual relationship that more times than not benefits the woman more. And he said, why can't the couple just agree that they're married and do it in Jesus name instead of the state's name? But niggas swear they are businessmen. No man. Leave a message. No man is obligated to sign a terrible contract. Which marriage is a business decision. We've had this conversation um, before. We've, we've touched on this before. Um, so. It's a business decision, but yeah. Why do you think men get married? Like, why do you fundamentally think men get married? What makes you consider marriage? If you want to share that, what I consider marriage. Um, Have you considered marriage? Yeah, yeah, no, of course. Yeah. No, 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 what was no. the, what what motivated the um, thought? <laughs> you know what? One of those reasons that you know. Yeah, she, she I know which one. With, she put over my shit. Yeah, but when I look at it, it's not a lot of shit. But no. Um, the reason why I thought about getting married, uh, I genuinely love this person. I mm-hmm. don't see myself being with nobody else, mm-hmm. um, nor do I want to start over with nobody else. Right. Um, was even more now, we have a child coming. Um, you know, this is my best friend. This person knows everything about me. Yeah. You know, so I don't, and I just, I don't want to lose none of that, mm-hmm. you know, and this is this is who I want to be with. Like it's just one of the things that you know. Um, I don't think a lot of people can really go down those lists of things. Like right, without th- those other things. Yeah, I like said. she supported me when I was when I was having my hard times. Mm-hmm. Which why do women don't do that? You know what I'm saying? Is it, it you ride or a, die, if you will. Yeah, it takes a different type of um, a woman to do that. A, a, a selfless woman, mm-hmm. especially when she can be like, ah, no, I got my own child to raise. You yeah. deal with your own shit. You know what I'm saying? So those are my those would be my reasons for getting married off top. Like, right, it, it wouldn't be no business like, hey, we need to get this house or whatever. Or, right, because couldn't find out that's how my parents got married. Like they were dating. They need to get a house, or they wanted to get a house. My mother needed his name for credit uh-huh. for the house, and, and he my, needed hers. My mother, my father was also sick at the time, so um, he needed her, her for healthcare. Huh? Healthcare, and mm. it's just kind of one of the things they did. Like they were. It happened. That's how it yeah. went down. But when she told me, I'm thinking like, "Oh, where are the wedding pictures at?" She was like, "Nigga, we went to the courthouse, right? You know, and got this, it done and over was. with." So, even though in the back, <laughs> a lot of guys' heads is still like, "Okay, I got a better chance of getting this house loan if mm-hmm. I bring her income in." Like, yeah, don't get me wrong. You do certain things as a couple to help, you know, establish both of you. So at the end of the day, it is a business, mm-hmm. you know. But I just I hate that you know the government got to come in and be like, you know, this is yeah, you know, yeah. So um. 
Dang it. I don't know why I keep closing this message out. So, like I said, I think a lot of times it comes from a place of obligation for men. Um, But then I said, I said, I think a lot of people appreciate the protection, quote unquote, protection that a legal marriage provides. I say a lot of people live in the realm of what if. Mm -hmm. And people think that there's no quote unquote protection slash benefit without that piece of paper. So I feel like with for for who for, for women for yeah yeah okay. so I feel like um, depending on the situation now I I have seen couples where there is genuinely like there is gen like they they look like the picture of marriage mm-hmm. you know what I mean like a healthy loving marriage you know God incorporated they got the finances and their business together they got kids you know like a real family unit like yeah. you see that sometimes and then you see certain situations to where the woman. Her her thinking is, okay, if I don't have a kid and if we're not married, what am I going to get when this is over? What am I going to get if this fails? You said if I have a kid. If I don't have a okay. kid or, yeah, if I don't have a kid or if I don't have a ring, what am I, like, where what am I entitled to once yeah. this is over? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? What am I getting out of this? Thing? Exactly. What, what, where is my benefit um, to the situation? And I think that that is a huge reason why some people or why some women force marriage because at that point they have a level of ownership in the situation. Um, if the nigga ain't make you sound some type of ridiculous prenup. But they feel like they have some type of ownership mm-hmm. in the situation. And I think it, it provides, because divorce is not as taboo as it once was, I feel like everybody, or not everybody, a lot of people move in a, how can I secure my bag for the future? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? On, like, just to be honest. Um, and I think that's why a lot of couples end up married, but that's, especially now, especially like, I know now, a lot of homeboys, especially who, now, girl who was either in law school or doctor, like man, she about to be a doctor, I'm about to marry her, yeah, like or or the other way around, yeah. yeah. Like, and so it's like if I got that piece of paper, mm-hmm. that's that's all I need. That's what I, I mean. If they do decide to run off, or when they do decide to run off, I guess I'm not left high and dry. Right. I got something. I got something coming. Um, and so I think that's how a lot of people are moving these days. But then it kind of raised an, an even bigger question. Why is it? So, okay, you in your 20s, early 20s, mid-20s, whatever 20s, um, teens, whatever. You date to date, right? Yeah. Why is it that from like 29, like kind of getting to that age where most people would be settling down. It ain't mm-hmm. for everybody, but most people would be settling down. Or even in the back of your mind, you want to settle down. Why is it that so many people are so comfortable dating without a purpose? Why is it so like why has dating become so casual in the sense that it's damn near just something to do? I don't think a lot of people are ready for that commitment, like that for real commitment. Yeah. Cuz like you said, once you start when you once you cross that threshold of okay, this is around the time where we start dating for a real purpose like what's Yeah, like this this age range a somewhere in there. A lot of people can't Digest the fact that I'm gonna have to be with this person, you know, because people for a long for, for time. Every, yeah, people view it as they're it losing something. Forever. That's exactly what yeah. it is. A lot of men have issues with that. Yeah, like damn, women like, do too. Yeah, uh, yeah. Some women, some. Like, damn, I'm about to lose all my hoes. I got to stop. Yeah, you know that's that that hurts them. I ain't gonna lie, that fucks people up. And I don't think people are ready for that type of commitment because now, when you're when you're going into that stage, like. Everything has to change now. How you operate, like yeah. the things you once did when you were single or just dating, right. you can't operate that. No, operate like that no more. Right now, you really have to start being a fucking grown up when it comes to this because this is this is something serious. Like if you're gonna build, like you to gotta that, stop thinking with your dick, basically. It, that's a hundred percent what it is. So, okay, well that that's a good segue to and this question. Or, and or, <laughs> and or or that was an audible slash mark. Like <laughs> maybe these people ain't just these ain't these women ain't good enough to settle down with. That's that okay. So that that kind of that, that's an even better segue to my question. So um, why do you think? Because I've I've dealt with this on a personal level, not necessarily with me, but with people I know, where they will date somebody who is one hundred percent. Not right for them. And I'm, I'm sure I've been guilty of it in the past, but I've not on a serious level, but yeah. I've seen people um, literally date somebody who is 100% not who they want to be with, yet y'all end up with them or end up knocking them up or end up getting knocked up right. or you end up stuck with mm-hmm. this person by whoever's account. Um, why is it 
I feel like there's almost it's almost a lack of self worth or a lack of self a self lack of knowledge of self when it comes to that kind of thing because do you even really know who you want or what you want or what you like do you even know you know what I'm saying to say that this person is like to be able to say this person is not right for me. I heard this quote from somebody. Ooh, I like I'm not quotes. sure what it was or what class I was in, but it was saying, um, "Women think they can change a man, and a man think a woman will stay the same." So, mm. in a sense, was well, let's say a woman gets a a problem child, like okay, I can mold him to the man I want. Right. Half the time, nah. nah. Or a nah. man gets a woman like, okay, she's going to, in the beginning of the stage, she's doing anything I want, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm running this relationship. And eventually. And you think that's that's going to always she's be a, She's evolving moves. to somebody that, right. no, who's, no, she's not doing nothing I want. Yeah. Now, now she don't want my ass. Right. And he was saying like, that's a lot of, that's a huge mistake with a lot of people get relationships with thinking like, okay, this person going to stay the same or I can change and this And I can change this, yeah. It's, it's very few, few times that I think I've seen a woman actually change a man but he also had to be willing to change I was about to, to say, like, himself. even that, like, nobody has the power to no. change anyone else. No. You might have the power to support them through a change, mm-hmm. but change is 100% self-controlled. Yeah. Like, there is, like, and even even if, for instance, if you saw, like, somebody that you want to be with, if you saw them with somebody else or if you saw them doing something, you still had to incite that change within yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, seeing that may have triggered it, but she did not change yeah. you or he did not change you. You chose to change to fit whatever requirement or to fulfill whatever need this person mm-hmm. had. So that was still within yourself that you chose to change. Nobody changed you. Mm-hmm. But a lot of women do feel like, oh, I can change him or this baby will change him or which I don't understand. Like, that's like some age old like yeah. ineffective type shit. Um, but like, oh, this baby will change him or mm-hmm. I can change him or I'm just that good of a, I don't think any of that is, is right. Like I, mm-hmm. I think everybody's kind of in this warped sense of reality when it comes to, to dating. And, um, I feel like a lot of men, especially a lot of men don't, a lot of men don't, don't really like value and respect themselves. That's something that so many people push to women. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, it's important for women too, but I don't, I think a lot of men are walking around out here doing certain things and living a certain way because they don't, they don't respect or value themselves. Like, yeah, you giving dick to everybody, but why don't you but say that's where they get shit? Why are you not being selective with who you out here fucking? That's like you think you being, this. you think you, you being some type of something because you it's like, oh, well, I only hit, I only hit this kind of chick or whatever. But like you throwing dick at everybody does not paint any picture of personal respect any more than a woman who out here throwing pussy at everybody. That goes back to that double standard. A nigga can yeah. fuck anybody and he's the man, but a chick can fuck four or five different people and she a hoe. The facade is the double standard, yeah. though. The thing is, so when they look at it like, so when you say they don't value themselves. Yeah. They don't look at fucking around doing that shit. That, oh, they I'm, don't I'm realize sure. They don't it. realize. Yeah. But if it, that was a woman, they're like. That, then that's when they feel like yeah. that applies to. Like, yeah. So niggas don't think like that. Niggas don't think like, but I've I've ran into a lot of men who be out here throwing dick. Mm-hmm. And at this point, they they think it's something else, but they are emotionally and mentally fucked up because they've given so, and, and to yeah, them it's so just dick. dick. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? So to them it's like, oh, I've just been up. giving dick out. But it's like you really, you really giving more than you realize to these people. And now you're you're sitting there just like these women that you think are, you know, they're hoes or whatever you call it. They sitting at home by themselves. You sitting there like, damn, you you either putting up with somebody, going through the motions with somebody, or you just unhappy mm-hmm. or alone. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's a part of it with a lot of men. And I think that's why men end up in these situations just as much as women do. Mm-hmm. People just don't have any self. They have no knowledge of self. I feel you on that because there was a time in my life where. I was just yeah. you know, being a little male whore. Yeah. My backbone was like, oh, shit, if I ain't got to do shit tonight, I can hit this person. Exactly. Up. I will find comfort within somebody. Exactly. And then when that shit drawed up, when I was it was a dub like, on that, you like, oh. Like, Damn, I'm sitting there right. looking at two like, dog, it got to be more to life than this. Exactly. So, yeah, exactly. I, I, can, I can feel on that because a lot of people feel like that's, you know, that's, that's what I got going for myself. I think that's almost a taboo concept for men. Like men respecting and loving themselves. I think that's a taboo concept because I feel like that's something that's always been peddled to women. Like something that women need so much more than men. If we was to ask, let's just say, 10 random guys, like what does it mean to value and respect yourself? As a man. Yeah, as a man. What do you think think the the general answer would be? 
I feel like a lot of men are going to equate their self value to how much money they have. I don't think they'll know how to answer the question. I don't. I don't think they they will either. But I mean, if they're if you get they're trying yeah. to scramble for an answer, I think it's yeah. gonna it's gonna they're gonna equate it to um, either what they've accomplished mm-hmm. or how much money they have. Yeah. I want to try that. That's a good. That's a good get, idea. Just ten random. I ain't talking about niggas we know. Yeah, facts. Like just like hey, random. What do you think like, it means? Yeah. Because yeah. we know what a woman might say. It's, yeah, it's pretty general. Yeah. But I don't think I don't think because don't think even still growing up, I've really never heard that term. Like you need to value, like respect, respect yourself, yourself, young man. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not still, something that's taught. I wouldn't have not known what that have meant. No, growing up, that's, that's still, not like, something that's taught to men at all. Yeah. And even as we get older, you know, even in this, you know, twenties, thirties, whatever, the the message is still women in self-respect, women in self-worth, women in self-value, that same concept is never applied to men, ever. And so I feel like a lot of these men do move without knowing... without knowing what the the decisions they're making, how they affect them as a person, because they're living according to what society says a man is and what society says a man does. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I mean, I'm just saying that's something to think about. So y'all should be thinking about it. I'm going to ask you a question, Joy, because you looked kind of interested. What do you think it it means as a man to have... What was it? For a a man, how would you define a a man having self-respect and self-value or self-worth? Wow, that's a... uh, I can can answer that a couple different ways. Um, I guess... Like as a man having some sort of self worth or self value, you probably shouldn't have sex with everything mm-hmm. um, out there. And that's crazy because he missed that whole part of the conversation. Um, sure. And then, like you know, man, we be into some um, some shit in the streets that we don't got no business doing. Right. Um, like you know, your life is worth more than a couple bags of weed or some shit that you're right. doing. You know what I'm saying? Like your life is valuable, mm-hmm. more valuable than what we actually treat it. Mm-hmm. more valuable than whatever's going on in the next hip-hop record or whatever, bro. Right. We don't always... You know, when you were younger, you feel you like the most strongest person in the world. You're invincible. You be right. going through that, and it's not like your value... You you don't really value life because mm-hmm. you don't understand what life is. Yeah. Yet. So we were talking about how the that message is always taught to women about how to respect themselves and how to value themselves, and it's yeah. never taught to men. That's not something men are ever taught to do. And so... Yeah, at this age and stage, yeah, it's really. I think that's a question that a lot of men will struggle to answer. And yeah. if they're scrambling to come up with something, I feel like a lot of them are going to equate their self value and self worth to how much they make or what they've accomplished, and ha- it, ha- it has absolutely nothing to do with themselves or how a woman views you. Yeah, or how yeah, exactly how a woman you, you perceives like, you. Do such and such, open the door for the women, so she'll yeah. see you in a. I'm chivalrous, but mm-hmm. that is all for the compliment or the benefit yeah. of somebody else. That has nothing to do with you as a person. I'm a. I'm gonna find ten we're gonna, people. Yeah, we're gonna ask that take, question. Yeah, I'm gonna ask ten random people, people I don't really know, see what they say. Because, like I said, I don't think that's gonna be an easy question for a lot of people to answer. I think, like a vast majority of men have never ever heard like that said, question. I've never, posed I've never thought of it like that. Is, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Until I got older, like, right. like I said, that's nothing you knew about really growing up. Yeah, like you don't As teach a, young boys to to respect like, me. I don't remember self respect, young yeah. like that's and even if you are, it's, it's still kind of taught in a very marginal kind of way. Like you hear, like um, have some respect for yourself. Pull up your pants. It's like that kind like of thing. Like, it's it's very, it's very lot, targeted. Bro. It's not yeah, in a. It wasn't, and, and that has nothing to do with the man, like with yourself. That's mm-hmm. all. That's almost like a, an appearance and perception type of thing. Mm-hmm. That has nothing to do with with how you feel about yourself or how you view yourself. It's all from somebody else's view. Unless you grew up with like a, either a military yeah. parent yeah. or if you was raised in any type of faith. You typically have a different view of uh, morals, so to speak. Yeah. Whether they're good or bad or indifferent, like yeah. you usually have a different. I think I I think the thing though, even with that, is and not saying because I know a lot of women who haven't done this either, but I think as we age, a lot of people totally. Um. I don't know. I don't want to say ignore it, but I don't think a lot of people kind of hit that point to where they hit that phase of self-evaluation and just kind of like, OK, everything I've, I was taught, is that still applicable to me now? Or is that is that old almost or like is this outdated, this this way of thinking or this way of acting or 
that principle that was taught to me, does that still apply to who I am now or who I've grown into? And I don't feel like a lot of people in there, you know, as they grow, I don't think a lot of people get that chance to really, you know, kind of do a self-check. Like, where am I? You know what I mean? Mentally and physically and um, spiritually and, you know, emotionally. Like, where am I? Like, where where do I fall? You know what I mean? On that kind of thing. And then I think the younger people have kids, I think they they totally miss that. Or Or by the time they do hit that point... To where it's a moment of self-reflection, it's after your child is grown and now you're able to look at yourself again. And so then you kind of get like a lot of lost people kind of just roaming around Mm -hmm. to an extent. Yeah. That was a real good conversation, Virgil. (laughs) Why you just go straight to the rap? Because that felt good. Yeah. Some self-worth, some self-value. Wow. But no, if y'all if y'all can answer this question, like hit us up for real, please. Like men, women, it don't matter. Please, like we are like seriously curious. Yeah, women too, women too. If you if you are still kind of if you if you haven't had that conversation with yourself, because I always say people don't spend enough time with themselves. If you haven't had that conversation with yourself about about where you are mentally, physically, mm-hmm. spiritually, emotionally. Um, intellectually it's just a, it's just a, i feel like everybody needs to kind of make a make an effort to have that moment with themselves yeah. um yeah i think i think that's very very necessary because one of the biggest compliments i've gotten in a, in a long time is that i appear to to know myself and that's something that like if i would have heard that it would have been like ah, nigga, whatever like, i know where my hand is yeah but to that to me that means I exude a confidence that isn't necessarily mired in like how I look or how I dress or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like really a knowledge of self. And so yeah, that was like a really I valued that compliment. Cause before that, the one I liked before that was that I had um what was it? Something about my face. <clears throat> I was facially amazing and I had never sucked his dick or kissed him. So Yo. I appreciated that. <laughs> <laughs> just before y'all get any ideas <laughs> most people would instantly go there and i had never done those things could you say it facially that's the only reason why. yeah because i because i know my mind is filthy so i figured most people would have oh, gone that route you're f- i didn't well now you did and you can come i was, right gonna, I was gonna just say that's funny facially like he was yeah, definitely trying to get facially amazing good Word. times <laughs> good one all right drop your social media you know i grandma book today uh, lyrics. i ain't gonna lie i ain't seen that book in two weeks Let's go. I haven't the foggiest where it is. All right. Um, shit. What's the thing called? Twitter. Okay. Um, hey. Website. Verge. Yep. Um, I was about to say MySpace show. I don't know why. What? <laughs> I don't know if I want. Yeah, Twitter. I, Hit me up on Crush Spot. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> did you have a Crush Spot? Yeah, I did. MySpace? Yep. Black Planet? Absolutely. Remember any of your usernames? No. <laughs> I remember my AOL chat room username was Mrs. Ballsack. <laughs> and my mom saw it and was like, what's going on here? <laughs> Mrs. Ballsack? MRZ, because, you know, it was cool to use Z's <laughs> instead of S's. <laughs> Why Ballsack, though? I have no idea, because I was always a vulgar little thinker. Whatever. How old were you? Like 12. <laughs> and I was like, I was a... I lost my virginity very late. So it was like, it wasn't like I was like a little freaky 12 year old. It's just. That definitely threw all predators. I don't know if this is a woman or a man. Yeah, Mrs. Ballsack. Somebody hit you with the ASL, huh? <laughs> and then threw an 89 behind it <laughs> as if that name was taken. Like, <laughs> uh, Mrs. Ballsack, 89, yo. Okay. Uh, oh, that is high quality. <laughs> hey, underscore verge, Twitter and Instagram. No Mrs. Ballsack around here. Crystalina was another one. Crystal what? Crystalina. Crystalina? My mom used to call me that when I was younger. She called me Crystalina and she called me Butterfly growing up. I don't think you ever. Never mind. I never told you that? No, I was going to say something else, but I'll say it off there. Okay. Um, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Judy Double underscore W. You can follow the show at Unsavory Antics Pod on Instagram and Unsavory Antics on Twitter. Just won't use it. Um... So, yeah, unsavoryantics.com, which I need to update it because it's still like a book bag drive, <laughs> a book bag drive on there yeah, for like the August. summer. <laughs> I went on the other day and was like, okay, yeah, we need to. Yeah, so I'm going to go in there and just refresh it really quickly. 
Um, yeah, so we thank you guys so much for listening once again. Um, you got a special guest this week? Yes, we're going to have a guest next week. Um, my boy Steph is going to come on and chop it up about, uh, and it actually is a perfect, it'll be a perfect segue from this show. Um, kind of getting away from the relationship and more in the personal mm-hmm. growth and evolution realm of things. So definitely make sure you listen to next week's episode as well. So we thank you uh, guys so much again for listening. We invite you to keep your liquor. Nope, I say it. You can't just say one word. No, it was not. It was not a call and response type of thing. Like a a duet or collab. That's preposterous. What's your name? My name Nick. Where are you from? New York. This bitch. No, no. Go on. I want to hear the rest of it. Okay. Sorry. Don't be. Yeah. Keep your liquor strong. Keep your laughter long. Keep your antics unsavory. Have a good one. Peace.